prepare yourself, dear reader, for another gripping tale of adventure, drama, and self-discovery. This is Wonder World Comics. All right, Michael. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about Shrek. Yeah, I'm Michael Dunham. I will be playing Shrek, uh, a.k.a. Drew Culver. And I will be playing this. He is the soldier playbook, um, which is really exciting. Yeah. So um, give us a quick physical description yeah. and rundown of. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So Shrike is 17-year-old male, uses he, him pronouns. He's a white guy. He's uh, pretty good looking. He's got like short, dark hair. He's haven't really seen his eyes because of his mask. Um, but yeah, he's got like cheekbones that can cut glass. About how tall did you say he was? Um, he's probably like 5'11". Okay, so for the readers, just an inch under Sam. Close. There's there's parody there. Yeah, yeah, there's parody. <laughs> for for those of you keeping score at home, uh, yeah. Anyway, and um, he is playing the soldier playbook, which is their whole shtick is they work for like a government organization. In this case, Farsec. Shrike has been um like feeling a little distant from Dark Falcon. They haven't talked in a long time. And has been just kind of like questioning his relationship there just overall. And ever since the Young Vindicators got voluntold to become kind of the poster children of the uh, Accountability and Superhero Safety Act and register and start all this, he's just kind of decided to kind of just throw himself headfirst into Farsec and just kind of commit to it as just uh, something to give him some like order and something he can like do good even though he doesn't necessarily agree with them all the time awesome uh, and how has um the dark falcon and farsec affected your abilities what uh what two did you pick from that list oh yeah so my powers from are augmented in mechanical limbs um for my awesome mechanical bird wings and also, since working with Falcon, his suit's gotten uh, some upgrades, kind of over the top of the black and gray with, like, yellow trim, kind of padded armored suit. It's now got some, like, cobalt blue armor plating in, like, a sort of like an exosuit. Not, like, Iron Man power armor, but, like, a little bit of, like, uh, some, like, actuators and stuff to give him some enhanced strength and speed and then he also has enhanced senses uh thanks to all of the new uh fancy scanners built into his new mask awesome Eden is immensely jealous <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is what you you get when you you know play nice and work with the government instead of attack it <laughs> what tragedy or disaster led to you gaining your abilities so I think Drew has just always wanted to like protect people and like be there to, you know, save people who can't help themselves. But without superpowers really was just kind of looking for any into the superhero world. And that's how he kind of got in with Black Falcon and has since kind of been really disillusioned since then. 
I don't know. He's now he's like kind of trying to figure out why he is a hero and kind of what he's doing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that there's like any like big tragedy or like, you know, life threatening event that led to him getting powers. Just kind of, I guess in this case, just kind of representing his transition from being a protege and stepping away from Black Falcon and towards Farsec. So. Absolutely. And we won't dive too deep because I know maybe some of these questions run counterintuitive to the uh, the pre-existing lore for Shrike. But let's talk about influence for a second. Yeah. I, I do believe there's some interactions there between some of our characters. Absolutely. So for my relationships, Eden isn't always thrilled with the way Farsec handles things. And I've come to value her critiques, even if I don't agree with them. Drew knows, like... He's he doesn't you know he, he has no illusions that Farsec is not a great organization. They're not like the the goody goody two shoes, but they are the people who are someone has to be there to enforce you know the the rules and make sure everyone is safe and that's kind of who they are. And then oh man, this could be so cool. I think I'm gonna go with KT is crucial to the long term success of, of Farsec. And I must protect them. I think Farsec is kind of aware that KT is a very powerful entity, even beyond what they might even be aware of themselves right now. So uh, worth very keeping an interesting. eye on. I mean, Mantis had good reason to be worried about them. So it's the opinion of Farsec. And then for influence, uh, respect is earned. So... Uh, Two of my teammates have done something to earn my respect and esteem, and everyone else will have to match their efforts. Those two people are Eden, just because she's been doing this for as long as I have, if not longer. Um, In canon, I think she actually took influence over you during the Boardwalk event as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Eden and I go way back, and uh, I always valued her opinions and respected her as a hero, even though we're kind of on opposite sides of this whole Farsec thing. Um, Stitch also has influence over Drew. I think Shrike doesn't know everything about Stitch's origins, but was aware, does know that Stitch was involved in some of the shady goings on at the lab up there and just kind of has, uh, I don't know, just like some, some empathy for this kind of experiment that has escaped and is off, you know? exploring themselves and he almost I, I think drew almost kind of uh is wants that kind of like the freedom to just kind of be whoever you are and not have these expectations on your shoulders all the time um i love that so juicy yes yes okay um, and with the soldier i believe you start with uh one of the moves then get to pick one more yeah. um, which did you pick there so uh, we start with, before we get started, which is when I have time to closely observe my opponents before a fight, I roll plus savior. On a hit, on a 10 plus, I get three hold. On a 7 to 9, I get two. And on a miss, I get one, but I have to mark a condition. And then I can spend that during the fight to do cool things like redirect that opponent's attacks or cross the distance over to them, stun them, ignore harm, or escape bindings or impediments. And then the other one I picked is no you move. When you demand an NPC live up to a higher moral code, roll plus savior. On a hit, they have to meet your standard or market condition. And on a 10 plus, I take influence over them as well. 
And on a myth, they reveal that the conflict in question is more complicated than it seems. It gives them influence over you. So I can give like cool little Captain America speeches and ask people to demand that people be better. Um, and, and then uh, Stitch said the precedent of being able to start with an extra advance if you really wanted to. So um, <laughs> I also took um, Above the Fray from the Brain Playbook, which uh, is whenever you enter battle as a team against a dangerous foe, if I have influence over the leader of the team and provide tactical input, add an extra team to the pool. And then uh, if I contradict the leader la later during the battle, I can return influence over the leader to get uh, an additional team in the pool. So basically rewards me for giving Eden shit. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, Stitch and Shrike, they were around in canon in Wonderworld all the while the early Midnighters were getting started. So they, mm -hmm. they had some potential brewing there from some other other sources. Like yeah. If you've been playing this whole time, you'd probably have an advancement by now. So Yeah, absolutely. And also, it's good for the fiction. Yeah, for him yeah. To it's too juicy to pass up. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else? The other cool thing about the soldier that's probably worth mentioning is their whole shtick is they have an extra label beyond the uh, the normal ones that people start with. Uh. So in addition to Danger Freak, Savior, Superior, Mundane, I also have the Soldier label, which represents kind of my relationship with Farsec and how long we're getting along. Um, and it's like any other label. Characters can shift it up and down, that sort of thing. And I can roll, I can make rolls with my Soldier instead of other moves if I'm following Farsec orders and stuff. So. Yeah, that is an awesome mechanic. Yeah, it'll be it's going to be cool. I'm really excited for for Shrike. All right, Kaylee Kyra, do we have any questions for uh, our new teammate? Does Eden know that Shrike has gotten involved with Farsec? Um, yeah, I, I think at this point, the young Vindicators are kind of the poster children of the Accountability and Superhuman Safety Act and have started cracking down on some you know one off one or two off vigilante events in the city so she'd definitely be aware but i also assume he doesn't know that she dropped their base out of the sky he might have some suspicions but i don't think he can prove anything excellent he might think there's there's more going on than the official story but yeah, because he is also like pretty smart. So, uh, my question is, how does Shrike feel about the uh, the love triangle situation? Oh my goodness! Um, I think he, I think he does like like Eden, and is you know would be interested in in like a relationship there, but also kind of just assumes that Eden hates him because he took her spot on the Young Vindicators. Um, and now they're kind of on opposite sides of this whole Farsec thing, so he's just kind of like... assumes it would just never work out. So, I mean, he's got a lot going on in his life right now. He's 
just like a relationship would just be way too much for him to deal with. He may or may not even know about like Sam. I mean, like, I know he knows he exists, but. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also, like, Eden has her own team now filled with a bunch of really, really hot people. So, yeah, there's just, you know, it'd be cool if it worked out, but there's kind of no reason to expect it to at this point is where he's at. No reason yet. Wonder World Comics is an actual play podcast of Masks, A New Generation by Brendan Conway. This episode was GM'd by Kaylee Newberry, who can be found on Twitter at Kaylee underscore Newberry, and was edited by Justin Reed and Michael Dunham. Moonflower is played by Kyra Nelson, who can be found on Twitter at Kyra M. Nelson. Stitch is played by Justin Reed, who can be found on Twitter at WWComicsStitch. Shrike is played by Michael Dunham, who can be found on Twitter at GalvanicMan. The music is from Dvorak Symphony Number no. 9. Do you have questions or comments? You can get a hold of us on Twitter at WWComicsPodcast or send us an email at WWComicsPodcast at gmail.com.